Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley. Well, today we have a great show because we're going to be talking to a best-selling author, and we're going to talk to him about surrendering to adversity. Our guest is Rob Schweimer, and Rob has written a book called Surrendering to Your Adversary, How to Conquer Adversity, Build Resilience, Move Towards Your Life's Purpose. Rob is a successful businessman, he's a life coach, and he's a Tony Robbins Platinum Partner. Well, thanks for being on our show today, Rob. Thank you so much for having me, Doctor. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Now, Rob had a loss in his life. Uh, I'm going to get some information from you, Rob, because I lost my husband of 60 years Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. So I want to know how you've done it. I know you lost your uh, wife, Bonnie, to an aneurysm in 2013. When something like that happens to you, your your life is... uh, absolutely uh, put on its ear, right? And you have to figure out how to, uh, and as I say, not just survive, uh, but thrive, right? And uh, that was a big moment for me. It was a catalyst to actually write the book. Um, And, you know, I had a a certain amount of adversity in my life growing up, and I write about this in the book. And what I'm encouraging people to do is actually identify and accept the adversity that you have, whether it be large or small through your life, because it's building that resilience muscle and getting you ready for what could be the biggest event of your life that you need to not only survive again, but thrive. And I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you start out? Your wife suddenly died. I mean, that's gotta be, yeah. let's go back to that. That's incredible. Yeah. So it was, uh, um, it was, you know, I write about this in my book, Surrender to Your Adversity, and it's really about, it was a, it was a typical Monday night. We were, uh, it was a summer night. We were in the hot tub with friends, actually, and, uh, um, and uh, you know, talking and laughing, and, and she sort of kneeled over the, you know, kind of, kind of over the, over the hot tub into the pool, and I thought she was just getting cold water in her face, which made sense, right, and, um, and then after a few moments, I kind of, I, I, you know, jostled her a little bit. There was no response. Once I turned her over, I realized that something drastically was wrong. And I later found out she had a massive brain brain aneurysm. Um, so she was gone in that second. Uh, we we had her on life support for three days. So our family came in and said their goodbyes. But uh, uh, it was it was a traumatic moment for me and my family. And uh, you know, my kids were you know in their twenties, uh, high twenties and low twenties. So. Um, it was a turning point for me um, to really get a new perspective on life. And I, I knew in the moment that I was in the hospital, uh, as soon as I turned around to face uh, family and friends in the community, I had to model for them. I had to model the strength. I had to model that we were going to be okay. I had to model that, that um, we were going we to be okay and survive this, right? And so I, I really kind of, you know, I, I called on what I call my you know, my superhero mindset that unbeknownst to me, I was developing through the adversity I went through in my life. Um, I had, you know, I've conquered addiction, suicidal ideation, 
um, a, a lot of different things in my life that I've conquered that really led me up to that moment. And I started to peel it back and kind of, then I started to study the science behind it. As I wrote the book, I realized I reflected on my life and without even knowing it, I was building this resilience muscle. So then I really started to look at what really was I doing? And I, I came up with three, three steps to take. And that's the blueprint in my book, no matter what adversity you go through, if you take these three steps, and there's a lot of work, obviously, it's not easy. But if you do these three steps, then you will build that resilience muscle. And if something like this happens, you can thrive again. And I did, I found love again. Um, I have a new perspective on life. I'm thriving like never before. And, you know, Bonnie is right with me. I moved on with Bonnie, not from Bonnie. Wow. That's an amazing thought that you moved on with her. Well, what's, you know, are you, are you revealing the steps or do I have to get the book? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more in that book to read. Trust me. <laughs> what's step one? So, uh, yeah, step one for me is to accept and acknowledge. Uh, it all comes down to trading in your expectations for acceptance. I believe if you do that, your entire outlook will change. The universe will respond to you. That's the first step. Accept and acknowledge. Hmm. Um, the second step is to lean in and actually thank your adversity. Outwardly, thank it. Uh, and I think it's really important to do that because it changes your physiology. It changes who you are, your internal voice, and you thank that adversity. You thank it. Yes. Yes. Thanks. You thank it for being in your life. And, and you acknowledge that it's here to make you stronger, not break you. Where did you learn to thank adversity? As you know, I'm a Tony Robbins Platinum member. Right. And, and being around those people, you know, proximity is power and, and you learn so much. Proximity yeah. is power. That is so interesting because, <laughs> you know, I lost a, a son many, many years ago and we go to these grief groups and there yeah. is power in it. Yeah. Peer support. Yes. You know, going out and being with people who've yes. had adversity, some more than you have, and yeah. you more than some have. There's a lot of power in that. There's a special. There's, there's a huge. It's huge. And what Tony taught me, and I've got to know Tony, and what he's taught me really is to live in a state of gratitude. And the way I did that is I, I said, look, I make living in a beautiful state non-negotiable. One of my taglines. I say it every time. I say it to everybody I come in contact with. And when I learned to be grateful, when I learned that gratitude changes your entire um, chemical response in your body, it releases the, the grade eight happy, happy uh, uh, hormones. I said, you know what? I'm going to translate that into adversity. So I said, you know what? I'm going to thank the adversity. I'm going to be grateful for the adversity. So that's what I came up with as the second step. And I felt like, you know, if I look back in my life, it was all that adversity was there to make me stronger. I'm stronger today for everything that I went through. And I wouldn't trade one thing, not one thing, because it made me who I am today and uh -huh. the ability to pass it on. Would you have felt that way a week after Bonnie died, two weeks, three weeks, a month? You know, did it take you some time to get into that gratitude or have you always had that feeling well it when when that happened that was the first thing that that came into my mind being you know being recovered for uh an addict for 30 years um i 
I went right into you know, thinking about how do I model and gratitude for this? How does this make us stronger? How do we move forward from this in a, in a positive way, right? And, uh, and so I, I went right there because it was, I think for me, it's inherent in my DNA and my body right now because I've learned it, I've studied it, I've, I've made it part of who I am. So when that happened, I was able to call on that. It was instinct for me, instinct to say, we're going to make this, we're going to be okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, and I kind of, I kind of laid out the plan for everybody and said, it's okay. This is the greater plan. Um, you know, God has the greater plan and we don't get to ride that bus, right? We're just passengers. So we have to be grateful for the time we had with her. We have to be grateful for the impact that she had on us. And we have to find a way together to thrive, not just survive. I keep saying that because it's so important to me. The third thing <laughs> is to, is to evaluate your options at that point. So once you've accepted it, once you've thanked it, evaluate your options. So what I say is, and I've talked to military leaders around the world too, and they tell me surrender does not mean give up. And that's the whole preface of my book is to give in, not give up. So you pull back, you give in to the situation, you evaluate, and you move forward with new purpose and new perspective. If you have a clear mind after those first two steps, you got to do the first two steps and that's the work. It wasn't easy. I mean, you had these no. kids, you had three kids and the kids lost their mom and, yeah. and, and you're now your dad and you don't do everything like she did. How does no. that go? No, I did. No, not at all. That's, that's an understatement. She was uh, the force of nature in our family and the, and the, and the glue. Right. <clears throat> and we had actually a six month old grandchild, the first grandchild. So she, she had six months with that little baby, but uh, um, you know, for me, it was the consistency in my language and how I talked to my kids. It was a consistency in my focus. What did I focus on? Did I focus on the negative or the positive, the past or the future? Did I focus on how we can move forward? It was also the third thing that I focused on was my physiology. How did I show up for those kids in my family and my community? Was I hunched over? Did I give up? No, I was up. I was upright. I was strong. And I was, I was, you know, if you fake it till you make it, whatever you do, right? But I was absolutely focused on those three things. What am I focused on? What language am I, am I using with my kids and, and everybody else that I come in contact with? And what's my physiology? You know, what are they seeing? Are they seeing a broken man or are they seeing a man that is rising from this adversity and taking his family with him to thrive again? So who is there for you? Who? What a great question. Um, so I, I have a great, I had a great support. I still have a great support system of friends and family. Um, the program was with me as well. The, you know, the fellowship that got me sober all those years, those, the, all those uh, friends and, and, and uh, close friends. Um, and my, you know, my company was there for me. You know, I had just joined a new company out of California and I'm still there today. It's only 10, almost 10 years. And they were there for me. They got me help. Um, they made sure I had grief counseling uh, right away so I could accelerate that process. I have to hear the name of your company because this is remarkable. I, I believe it is, right? So it, the, the company name is Splunk, S-P-L-U-N-K. I want to give a shout out to Splunk. Yeah. And, and thank you. Thank you for doing that. And I, I shout out to them all the time. You know, they put the time into me and they gave me the time to grieve. They gave me, they gave me the time to, to come back. And I came back stronger than ever because they gave me that time. 
But I want to say something here. I, I've been around, you know, grieving people for many, many years and men. Yeah. And it sounds to me like you were able to tell people that what you needed. You were yes. able to get help. Yeah. Yeah. Talk that's... about that for guys. Yeah. So this, this is the, I, I do a lot of speaking about mental health awareness, mental health and, and for men. Um, I just got done doing a, a panel on that just last week. So my goal, my mission is to change the narrative where vulnerability and talking about this stuff and asking for help is a strength, not a weakness. And I am proof that that is true because yes, you're correct, doctor. I reached out, I asked for help, I seeked it, I went toward it and I constantly did that. I did not curl up and go inward, I went outward. And because of that, I was able to really get past that, that tragic loss and, and thrive again. So I am on a total global mission to do that, to make sure that men realize that it is a strength to be vulnerable. It's a strength to talk about it. You know, 75% of the suicides in the U.S. are men. You know, right. we still have 40, 50, 60% of the men are not talking about mental health. They're not talking about, are they okay? And it's okay not to be okay. Right. But you've got to talk about it. So thank you for bringing that up because I get on my soapbox and it's crazy because I, I see that I see what's going on out there and the people that I interact with, the people that work for me, work around me. And it's it, especially now after the last two or three years, the men have to realize that this is strength that you reach out. It's all about self-care. Self-care is not a bad thing. Self-care is a good thing. What are some of the tips for guys? How do I begin to reach out if I haven't done it? I mean, it might even be two years. You can still reach out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you got to make that choice, right? And uh, so the physical activity is is absolutely a paramount. Uh, a healthy diet is paramount um, in self-care. Meditation is a great form of self-care. And I talk about this all the time. And I I, I I kid because people say meditation and you feel like you got to be on a, on a rock for eight hours, like the Dalai Lama. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it could be a walk on the beach or walk in the woods or walk in the yard. It could be sitting with yourself for five minutes without your phone, get off the phone, get off social media. Those are the kinds of things that help us. Right. Um, I have a saying that a friend of mine, actually, um, I, I kind of paraphrase that I say, live like a dog. Right. And then if you take, right. If you look at like a dog, if you take a dog on a walk, right. The dog is with the master and he's looking at the waves, the water, whatever in the woods, you know, throwing the ball. He's present. He's mindful. He's right there. If we're on the walk with the dog, you know, we're on the phone. We're worrying about the next meeting in a half an hour. Are we going to be back in time from the walk? I got to get the kids from school. I got to, you know, we are so plugged in instead of unplugged. It's just getting out of hand. So I always tell people disconnect to reconnect. And that could be reconnecting with others or reconnecting with yourself very important. And that is huge with self-care and it was huge for me. That's great. Well, if you've got a piece of advice for those guys out there who've had a loss, who would it be? I would say to reach out and get help. I would say, you know, you, you know that people are watching you. You need to model, you need to model the behavior that you want. And no matter how, I know how horrific it is. I get it. Um, and if you can, if you can sort of use those three steps that I talked about, right? Mm -hmm. you can you can persevere through it i'm i'm living proof and i'm look i'm just a regular guy that went through his stuff you know I, i'm not a not a psychologist i'm not a doctor i'm not you know i'm just a regular guy and i use these three steps sometimes unknowingly as a kid 
But I would say to I would say to guys out there that are going through this, you know, it's okay to accept and acknowledge it. You know, it's okay to lean in and thank it, and it's okay to evaluate your options and get help. Reach out. It's not a, a weakness; it's a strength. That's great. And I tell people how to get your best-selling book. Surrender to your adversity is what the That's name it. of it is. That's okay. so. I have a website, robswimer.com. S-W-Y-M-E-R.com. You can go there and, and it has links. You can get the book on Amazon, of course, but uh, any other uh, bookseller or retailer. The last thing that I'll leave you with is um, that I think is extremely important for me, at least personally, is that all the royalties that I'm getting, I'm giving to charity for mental health awareness. So, you know, if you do buy the book, you're part of uh, a cause and I'm, I'm picking different charities around the world to help uh, to help mental health awareness in, in all facets. Uh, Young, young children, men, women, um, trying to give back with this message and, uh, and be able to make an impact. Well, Rob, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're an inspiration. Uh, thank you, Doctor. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the time. It's been my pleasure to serve. And thanks, everybody, for listening to the show today. And uh, I really think it would be a great thing to get Rob's book for everybody, and particularly if you got some men in your life. Thanks again for uh, joining us on the show today. And I always want to remind you at Open to Hope, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.